And now for the politically incorrect radio podcast host, to love Andrew Andy Schechter with EA Truth Radio and Eternal Affairs Media. Thank you for tuning in and helping to keep the truth online. evening welcome to politically incorrect with your host andrew Schechter for the 8th of june 2023 this week's topic is 2024 who's who of american presidential candidates it's gonna be part one brought to you by eternalaffairsmedia.com also known as ea truth media <clears throat> your host tonight is myself andrew Schechter, author of dark water game over and two-time delegate for donald trump to the republican national convention should you feel led to plant a financial seed in our media ministry please visit donate.eamedia.online or visit store.eamedia.online please help keep the truth online as soon as i get this microphone out of my face i'll uh, say our prayer for the day <clears throat> excuse me heavenly father heavenly father we pray particular to our topic this evening we pray for all those that are looking to run for the president of the united states and for other offices in the 2024 and upcoming elections we pray you set them on a straight the path of true uh, belief and a path of your and your uh, uh, gracious glory and set them in your in your uh, uh, great aura of truth because there's so much going on out there and looking over these candidates running for various offices it seems that a lot of them go to church, but none of them are true believers in God. We pray that you bring that faith back to them and to all those who are looking into who they are and what they do. We pray these things in your heavenly glorious name, O Lord. Amen. Be shy. Hi, how are you? I haven't seen that name come up in a while. Glad to be here. All right, what do we got? We got donors for this month. Um, one-time donors, Sherry, Andy, Dave, Marcy, Bedlam, Crystal, Lisa, and Rudy. Current Truth Premium subscribers, Linda, David, Ruth, Charlotte, and Gary, H. Sweeney, Jeff, and patrons, Alicia, Dan. At donate.eamedia.online, you can always give a small donation. Even a couple dollars helps out. There's a lot of costs involved with podcasting. We really do appreciate that. We do want to keep our, keep our great podcast going. All right. So tonight we are going to go over and hi Joanne and uh, who else is on there Eric and Anna, hi everybody. So a couple of things <clears throat> we're going to do a, a glossing a, a glossing over a couple of things and we're going to put a, an emphasis on one or two of candidates running in this twenty twenty four or planning on running this twenty twenty four election because it's become such a joke anymore. It's it's absolutely insane. It's no wonder that people can't don't want to even vote for president. Yeah, besides the fact that you you, know, you can't win because the stakes are against you on both sides. I mean, it's just crazy. People say, oh, the 2020 election was rigged. Well, you know, that it's crazy because it's, you know, every election has been rigged. Every election since uh, time immemorial has been rigged. But it was particularly noticeable when, you know, Donald Trump's involved. Now they're just trying to get him arrested. They're trying to get him uh, put up on charges so he can't run. It's, just, it's absolutely ludicrous. We're going to go over a couple of these things and and see who who's who, so to speak. So what do we have so far? We've got 
declared candidates. So we got two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven declared candidates, five possibilities, and five that 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 have bailed out, as far as we know, in the Republican side and three on the Democrat side. We're going to look at all of them, and some of them are really weird. Some of them I don't. <laughs> Hi, Ziggy. Some of them I just I don't understand even why they bother to run. I mean, they're spending millions and millions of dollars. I'm going to go over a couple things, and we don't, you know, we're always short on time here, so I'm going to try to jump through a few of these. Um, okay, yeah, they're selected, that Eric said. That's absolutely right. Uh, not so much, though. I mean, Donald Trump was not selected, Eric. Donald Trump was elected by the people, for the people, and of the people. Um, the Republican Party did not want them in there to, by any stretch, him in there by any stretch of the imagination. Probably one of the few people that ever got elected to any office that was actually picked by the people, um, which is absolutely amazing. But now they're now because they picked them, you know, that now you should blame themselves. They shouldn't blame anybody else. If there's a problem with them that you don't like him or he's a rude and arrogant. I mean, if you didn't see this when 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 Donald Trump came walking down the stairs in 2016, if you didn't see who he was at that point. Um, then you shouldn't have voted for him. I'll be honest with you. So yeah, the electoral college, but yeah, exactly. But he still he didn't win the popular vote. Eric says, and that's correct. But we put him in there. We forced him in there because otherwise the Republicans would have put in Ted Cruz, and Ted Cruz would have been an absolute disaster. Um, Ted Cruz, by the way, is one of the ones who's chosen not to run in 2024. Thank God. I mean, he speaks well, but boy, I'll tell you. What he said of Trump in twenty in twenty sixteen when Trump won, I will never forget or forgive him. It was just absolutely unprofessional for any politician. What he said. Okay, so let's go over a couple of these, and I want to go over this guy Doug Burgum. I've never even heard of him before. South, I guess North Dakota, uh, yeah, North Dakota governor. Um, this is going to be interesting. Um, He's an interesting character. I'm going to tell you why. He's the main topic of our discussion tonight, in fact, because um, he might be one to, 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 that's going to come up. He, odds are he won't win. He, he won't, won't win unless Trump gets indicted and put in jail and, and, and declared ineligible for, uh, for, for office uh, for whatever reason. But anyway, um, so running for the Republican side, declared for the Republican side is Donald Trump, of course, and Ron DeSantis. We're going to say a few of the brief things about all these folks. Nikki Haley, Vivek, Vivek, if I get any of these names wrong, I mean, they, they, they should change their name to Smith or something. Vivek Ramaswamy. I never even heard of him. Um, he's interesting. He, I'll, I'll bring them up in a minute. We're going to go over a couple of, of the particulars about them. Larry Elder, Perry Johnson, Asa Hutchinson, Tim Scott, Chris Christie, God forbid, and Mike Pence, oh my heavens, and this Doug Burgum. Now, possibilities are John Bolton, Christy Noem of South Dakota, Liz Cheney, oh my goodness, please no, Glenn Youngkin, <laughs> fat chance, and Francis Suarez. Now, it's said that, that Mike Pompeo and Ted Cruz and Rick Scott all said they're not running, but that could, of course, change at moments at any t point in time. And the Democrats, of course, got Joe Biden, who may or may not run at this point. The Democrats are trying to get him out. Uh, Marianne Williamson um, and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Yeah, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. That's an. I'll, we'll get to him in a minute. Uh, boy, I I I need an hour long show for the, for this one. We're gonna have to do this on a couple of pieces. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, the um, 
<clears throat> yeah, we're already in a constitutional crisis, Eric. You're absolutely right. All right, so let's let's go. Let's first of all let's talk about Doug Burgum. Doug Burgum was a was a um, North Dakota governor. He's a North Dakota governor, and the um, and since he could be forgiven, I'm going to read verbatim some of this because it's easier than trying to make it up out of my head. I read this whole thing several times because I, I just didn't know this guy. You can be forgiven for never having heard of Bergen before. He's a governor for the nation's fourth smallest state by population. Until a couple of weeks ago, virtually no one outside of North Dakota was talking about him as a potential future president. First polls to include him as an, uh, as an opinion in the primary were released on May the 24th. Now, he received like 1% of the, in this poll that they did. Um, the Morning Consult's latest poll found that he had a only a 23% potential Republican primary voters knew enough about him to force an opinion of him because he's gone from anonymous dark horse to the Republican Party to, to a primary winner once before. In 2016, everybody assumed the, the North Dakota Attorney General Wayne Stenheim would be the next governor. He led Burgum 59% to 10% in a February poll, the GOP primary. However, he received in the primary the official, official, uh, the official endorsement of the North. He did not receive, rather, I'm sorry, the Burgum, um, his opponent received um, the endorsement of the Republican Party at the convention. However, in June, the primary, Burgum defeated Stoneheim by 59% to 39%. That's crazy. That's crazy. What did he do? He threw money at it, basically. He threw money at it. He's going to use that. He put in, actually, he, out, he outraised Steinheim, but at least 966000 to 2000 in the 2016 primary. Now, this guy's a gazillionaire. So he's going to use this same the same tactic of self-funding for a presidential campaign. Now, he actually had invested in a company called Great Plains Software, which he then sold to Microsoft in 2001 for $1.1 billion with the help of Bill Gates. Seattle, Washington, the one Bill Gates. So he's got lots of money to spend. Now, the interesting thing about presidential candidates says money doesn't always win. You know, fundraising uh, goes through and it shows um, that, you know, uh, the connection between spending money and, and, and winning elections isn't automatic. Of course, you know, for now, and then they go on to, then this was the, um, oh, what is this? Uh, 5038.com, as I'm reading from. It says that, you know, you, got, you have to think about Michael Bloomberg in 2020. Michael Bloomberg put in had over 200 and some million dollars and did absolutely nothing. What they what they're not saying, and and again, I'm not sure what which way this thing uh, swings, but the the crazy thing is that you know, Bloomberg didn't want to win. Bloomberg wanted to give his money away to to Joe Biden. I mean, that's it's a fact of the matter. So that, Bloomberg doesn't really count on this. It's, I don't know why they even bring him up because that's you know, money counts only if you also put a concerted use it to put a concerted effort to uh, to actually win in a race. So as Governor Bergen been a bit a bit hard to pin down ideolo ideologically, as, uh, it will be interesting to see how he defines himself once he enters the GOP race. Will we get the wonky, temperate Bergen who geeks out over energy policy and once called an anti-LGBTQ plus resolution hurtful and divisive, or the rib the rock ribbed conservative Bergen who signed multiple pieces of anti-transgender legislation, one of the strict and has one of the strictest 
abortion bans in the country. These people, they, they, they float, they flirt from one side to the other. It's absolutely ludicrous. So let's not get carried away because Bergam is very unlikely to win the actual nomination. You may have heard there's this little guy called Donald Trump who has, it seems to have a dominant lead in both polls and endorsements, both of which have been historically pretty protect, predictive. Again, here's an error because Trump has a great advantage unless the Democrats be, win their battle to, 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 to bring, bring him down and destroy him. But Bergam couldn't spend enough money to have a meaningful impact on the race. So let's say he commits uh, $50 million of his own money by the end of the year. List of presidential candidates who've raised at least $50 million in, tw- in, tw- in 2023 dollars. There's a list of these that, they, that they've gone into, or a couple of them. Just an example. Uh, first, second, or third place. I'm going to go, go there. People that have won first, second, or third place in uh, presidential elections. Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Hil- um, Hillary Clinton again in, 20, in 2016. Um Third, we got Mitt Romney, uh, Bernie Sanders was a second. George Bush, of course, won. Elizabeth Warren in 2020 came in third. Bernie Sanders came in second in 2016. Um, Mitt Romney, Joe Biden, uh, Ben Car- uh, Ben Carson was fifth. Je- uh, Howard Dean came in third, 20 2004. John Edwards in 2008 came in third. John McCain in 20 2008. Ted Cruz came in second in 2016, and Al Gore was first in 2000. He also got Marco Rubio coming in third in 2016, and Bill Bradley. I didn't realize this. He was second in 2000. I never really realized he was the the second in the race, which was kind of interesting. So you can look at the ones that actually had names. These are people that had big names uh, in the party, and they they, they put out in, in, in amounts, the, the, the least was Marco Rubio at $50 million. The, the highest was uh, um, Hillary Clinton and, and Michael Bloomberg actually was $237 million And Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama and came in at about $150 million for their campaigns. So... In 2024 primary, uh, the clear front runner is Donald Trump. Uh, with an alt- major alternative and main alternative of Ron DeSantis, Florida governor. But after that, the field's wide open. According to thir- 538's polling average, third place candidate nas- nationally right now is, believe it or not, former Vice President Mike Pence. With only 5% support, Bergen would need, would, would, would need to put his money the, uh, ahead of it himself and to give a 5% advantage boost to main alternative. So the third alternative would always be much lower than the first two. Again, we don't know. Hi, Marilyn. We don't don't know really where that's going to head. Now, to to be clear that this, you know, Burgum's best case scenario, this is his best case scenario. He may not spend 50 million. Even if he does, he may not surpass DeSantis or even Pence. But his first barrage of spending, whether it comes immediately or in several months, will be worth watching closely. In politics, candidates who spend a ton of money eventually encounter diminishing returns. In other words, his first $20 million will get him further than his, than his first $100 million. So it's going to be interesting to see where, where all, the, all of this goes. We're going to go over some of the candidates, what, what they're, they're, what's good, what's bad, uh, what I've seen from reviewing and, and, and uh and looking at what, what's going on. And we're going to do that right after a word from our sponsor, from my pillow, Mike Lindell, one of our most favorite people who helped to bring transparency to election fraud in the 2020 election. 
Every patriot knows who Mike Lindell is. Exciting news. We have partnered and with one of our biggest sponsors is Mike Lindell's MyPillow. So if you use Eternal, the promo code Eternal, when you're checking out at MyPillow.com or when you call 800-795-5993, that's 800-795-5993, you'll get a decent discount on Mike's products. The great thing is he has not just pillows. He's got linens. He's got shoes, slippers. He's got blankets he's even got coffee so go check it out i didn't even knew we had coffee until i started we, he became one of our sponsor pretty pretty cool good coffee too so you can always go here and use the same promo code at mystore.com slash eternal which is our website or at mypillow.com and again or you can call uh my my pillow at 800-795-5993 one of our greatest sponsors so please do support our sponsors and at least see what they've got to 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 give you and to offer. And they're really really great people. So let's go over this list. Now we're going to take we're going to take the time to take a, a quick shot. I'm going to go over the Democrats first because that's the short list. Because you got Democrats and you notice that in these polls they never talk about libertarians, even though there's not going to be a primary for them. They never mention any of the libertarians or the Green Party or any of the others. I think that's just so embarrassing for this nation. Every other every other country recognizes every party that is is set up under their rules as a political party, even the minor parties. And the United States of America just does not want to re, be responsible for those who don't believe in Republicans or the Democrats. Democrats, of course, you got Joe Biden. Oh, Joe Biden is the leading, the leading candidate. Joe Biden is the one. Problem is, Democrats don't like him. He's got his, I think he's down to what, 31%. Eric, you should know this. Uh, I think it was, I think he dropped to 31% in in the approval rate or something. And the lowest of any president ever in the history of the United States of America is Joe Biden. Why the hell would you put him up for president again when nobody likes him? You know, you can, he could win because they, they'll just cheat and steal it and, and, and bang, he's won. But why would you put that man up again? You know, it's, it's insane. He's so out of it and so ill and so gone i mean i feel bad for the guy i i really feel bad for this guy you know i they, they should put it out the pasture you know he's had he's had his run he had what 50 some odd years of of, of controlling the, the the congress and the and the, and the vice presidency and he's had his day get rid of him and they might just do that there's calls to that to either put somebody else up or whatever but there's no Democrat Party. See, the Democrat Party, Democrats are different than Republicans. Democrats have to approve the person that's going to be on their on their ballot, where they really don't get on the ballot. Because Democrats, they they set their their delegates, etc. Uh, very, very important for them. So, but I think you're going to see something happen to Joe Biden between now and, the, and that presidential election. Either probably be replaced or or the Democrats won't. I don't know. I, I can't see him running him. I really can't. Um, even though if it's Trump versus Biden, it, it, it's going to be a 50-50 again if Trump can get in and if Trump can bring back some of the support he's lost due to the um, mass media that, that destroyed him. Then you've got this Marianne Williamson. I don't know why the hell she's running. She's a, you know She's got nothing better to do with her money. Why don't she give her money to like a good cause, like a charitable cause, or maybe send it over to Ukraine or something? I don't know. You know? What what do Democrats do with their money? You know, give it to the poor inner cities. You're going to spend $50 million. Give it to Philadelphia. Give it to D.C. Give it off to Chicago. Help help the inner city poor. Don't run for president. Waste it on running for president. It's ridiculous. 
all that does is, is uh, feed the money into the mainstream media. You ever think of that? That's what that's what presidential campaigns do. They feed money to the the main the main slime media, basically. Um, parent company. And one sec, here we go. Turn around, CNN. Yeah, we'll talk about CNN next time, Eric. I, I was reading about that. Uh, that's very interesting. That that goes deeper than 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 just uh, the CEO, because the CEO of, of uh, uh, the Time Warner and CEN and all that, or yeah, Warner Brothers uh, rather, dis- Discovery and uh, CNN, who fired uh, Chris Lick. Well, we'll get into that in a, in a future podcast. But that, that goes way deeper than you'd believe. It's, it's crazy. That may be a yeah, yeah uh, uh, that may be a, a multi-week topic too. That's going to be interesting. Okay, Marion Williamson, who's a, an author. For those who don't know her, um, she, she supports the whole health plan. You know what, what you know for 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 healthcare and guns. Quote safety unquote. She wrote fifteen books, four of which were bestsellers, New York Times bestsellers, and she ran into twenty twenty and got like uh, what one percent of the vote, something like that. And she spent fifty million dollars or something. It's ridiculous. Shouldn't even be running. She donated her money to someplace else. I don't know. She's stupid. That's what Democrats do. They waste their money on things. They don't. They they demand that you that kids' tuition be paid off, that that don't deserve to have it paid off because they took on that debt. Yet this woman won't give her money to those students that that need that. Give it to them. Don't run for president. It's stupid. All right. Not, enough not enough said about that. Anyway, and of course the third person running the Democrat side is Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Now Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is an interesting combination of. Uh, uh, Far left lunatic and and uh, moderate right. I don't know what you would call him. He's you know, anti-vax and uh, he's totally hated by the Democrats. This is the interesting thing. They were trying to run him out and, and convince him not to run the Democrats. Um, and and it's kind of interesting because I never expected him to run. I mean, think think about this. If you had if you were in a family of of prominent people, where three of your siblings, fathers and mothers and whatever, three of your family were shot to death because of their beliefs when they were running for president. Would you run for president? I mean, I mean, let's get real here, folks. If if three out of four Kennedys died running for president, would you be the fourth one to run? I, I, I can't see it, especially when you're hated by the Democrat Party. And that's what the problem with the Kennedys was. They believe in a lot, in fairness to a lot, to a great degree. Uh, John F. Kennedy was one of the best presidents we had. He did some weird stuff that that people would not just would not agree with, but he he was were very um, uh, he did a lot for the for the, for our country, and the problem was he was doing a lot for the people, not for the Democrats, and that's why they, that's why he vanished off the face of the planet, unfortunately. But I I don't, I don't envy Robert F. Kennedy Jr. If I were him, I would not run for president. Um, but but that's so be it. And I think if he gets in, if he pushes it and gets through, I think that there's going to be a big challenge. Um, yeah, Kennedy was a threat to the deep state actors. What's well, the same thing with Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? He's going after this deep state and after the the party itself, and that's why he's so hated. Uh, but if he gets in somehow, and who knows if Biden if Biden's running and Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s running, I'll bet he I'll bet Robert F. Kennedy Jr. beats beats Biden in a in a primary. Um, and don't hold me to this, but I bet it's going to come with with dire consequences during the campaign. That's, I'm just seeing that. I mean, it's like three out of four. The odds are not are not for him. However, if he runs, and let's say let's say Trump gets indicted or thrown out or put in jail, who knows what's going to happen to Trump? I think that bad things are going to happen to Donald Trump. I love Donald Trump, and I, it's a shame, but I think bad things are going to happen to him between now and the election. Democrats are determined to 
knock him out of the race. And what's going to happen if he gets knocked out of the race? DeSantis is running. You got DeSantis versus Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Guess who's going to win? It's not going to be DeSantis. So that's going to be very interesting. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, everything's mysterious. All those deaths were, were, were mysterious with the Kennedys, Eric is, is saying, and, and that's absolutely correct. I have a feeling we're going to have another, a bad scenario. My recommendation, even though I love to see someone beat Joe Biden, would be for Kennedy to stay out of this race for his own sake and his family's sake, because I don't think it's going to end well for him, unfortunately. All right, looking at the, at, at the Republicans, Donald Trump, we've already killed donald trump literally but well, figuratively literally yeah figuratively the democrats want to kill him literally but democrats pretty much knocked uh, are, are knocking him out of the race i have a feeling that there's going to be um there's going to be issues with trump but we'll have to see that as time goes on if there someone said they're going to go be arresting him for these this documents and I, he'll, I don't know he'll fight it he'll push it on but i think it's going to really really knock his odds of if he does get in and you know, there's a good chance he could get in as a, as, a, as the, um, um, uh, the, the, the run, running against the Democrats in the 2024, but his chances of actually winning are very slim. Now, if he runs in 2024, I definitely am going to go and be a delegate for him just because I love the man. I think he's great. And he runs, he puts on a really great party. It should be interesting because if he does win, if he does get into the, uh, uh, win the primary in 2024, that, that, uh, that that august uh, uh uh convention is going to be something boy i'm telling you i'm going to make sure i have, have a flak jacket and and and, and, and i don't know I, I hope they have gun laws that are friendly over in uh, wisconsin because i i think it's going to be a scary a scary convention all right now the second in second in command here is ron DeSantis. ron DeSantis, if if you know, it could be neck and neck, or I would think I think more likely Ron DeSantis is going to trail Trump, and unless Trump crashes and burns, uh, he's not going to be he's not going to win twenty twenty four. But if he does, he's going to lose to whatever Democrats running, only because you can see it already in in, in Florida. I mean, they're already Democrats are already telling LGBTQ and uh, uh, people of color don't go to Florida because they hate you there because Ron DeSantis is there because Ron DeSantis is a bigot and misogynist and all this other crap. So they're going to keep pushing that issue, and I think that Ron DeSantis doesn't stand a hell's chance and a chance in hell of uh, uh, winning that of, of winning against any Democrat. I mean, you could run my cat or even Joe Biden, and 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 Ron DeSantis would lose. That's my personal opinion. But I'm telling you right now, you know, he started with his "Don't Say Gay," great great idea. Keep it out of the schools. I mean, I believe in what what Ron DeSantis says and does. I I believe in him, but. Half the country doesn't. Half the country is so far left that they can't see through it. A lot of people are saying, don't give up. You know, we got to push. It's God's will. God will get us through. Not so sure about that. I mean, God will make our country go forth, but you've got to work with God. I keep telling people, God doesn't do things for people. God sets the path for people. The path, the path God sets, you have a choice. You have a choice to follow that path, or you have a choice to, to divert from that path. If you divert from that path, then you lose. You you will not have God's support. Well, you will, but you won't. You you know you're still going to get support, and and it's kind of like the uh, the old the GPS. You know where they renegotiating, renegotiating. You know, uh, it, it, but it won't be the right path. That's the real problem. But Eric says something really complex. We're running out of time, so I'm going to have to skim it. I hate to say that. Uh, attacking Trump, what they do helping Trump. Yeah, it's absolutely. You know, the, the Trump is. Uh, it's a big windfall for them. Of course, Biden, DeSantis, 
Pence, Haley, the others don't have the ratings uh, draws for them because Trump's always on the news. That's absolutely true. I think I got that right, Eric. Um, so who's a third? The third, why Mike Pence? Mike Pence is a, is a rhino. I'm going to forgive me because this is a, you know, a religious good organization that I represent. And I hate to use these words, but my, my definition of Mike Pence is a rhino asshole. Is there anybody that, 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 that disagrees with that? I don't know why he would be considered the third. I mean, he really is a loser. He's got, got a bad temper. He's got a bad attitude. Um, he doesn't support the people. He supports the machine. And I'm, and, and I'm just fed up with him. So anyway, yeah, Fent, Pence sold his soul. It's what he did, basically. He sold his soul to the, you know, to the company store, so to speak. So I'm not even going to talk anymore. Everybody knows right, Mike, Mike Pence. And Chris Christie, we all know Chris Christie's a loser. You know, that whole thing on the bridge started with that. And, and uh, you know, again, he, uh, anyone who goes against Trump is not, it doesn't have a, it doesn't have a chance to, to win. Uh, we went over this Doug Burgum for those who came in late. Doug Burgum is one to watch. He's got he's a, gov a governor from North Dakota, and he had no, had a no chance whatsoever winning the, the position of governor. He threw tons of money that he got from a software company. He sold to Microsoft. He's got tons of money to spend, and he could be a loose cannon in the twenty twenty four campaign. Could be a, I I would actually put him as the third after after Ron DeSantis. Of course, Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. A lot of people don't like Nikki Haley. So I don't wouldn't call her a rhino, but she's not really a a people person. So I, I don't think she's got a big chance. And Larry Elder is in there, and Perry Johnson. I don't know. Asa Hutchinson, the forty fifth governor of, of Arkansas. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's Tim Scott. It's another one. Uh, they're going to be those. You know, those those. Uh, Things where they get just enough votes to uh, to be on the on the debates, but not enough to win anything. Uh, yeah. Oh, Vivek, thank you, uh, Vivek. I don't know how to how to pronounce his last name. Ramaswamy, I think it is. Uh, his big thing was uh, to stop stop uh, Trumpism, uh, stop wokeism. Right? Not Trumpism. Stop wokeism. He wants to stop wokeism. Um, I, I mean, there's a chance. Yeah. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate. It. I thought I thought I got it right. Um, now he has a good chance of um, of making it to the polls at least, but like Eric says, he's uh, not quite ready for prime time. You need more more national and international visibility to be able to win a, a, something like the presidential election in the United States. And you're absolutely right, Eric. He does not have that. But who knows when the next uh, twenty, you know, between now and the, and the, and the primaries next year, next uh, twelve months or so, you're going to see what happens. It's going to be interesting. And uh, Glenn Youngkin's another one, the Virginia governor. That's another not really going to get anywhere. Um, you can see where he got with where he got in Virginia. Uh, you know, it's kind of interesting. And they got uh, uh, Liz Cheney. Now, Liz Cheney doesn't stand a chance in hell. Any, any, and then there's another Liz Cheney and Mike Pence. I mean, I, I could I could see the race of Mike Pence with as president and Liz Cheney as vice president. They would get along just as swimmingly, basically, because they're both the rhino assholes. Again, pardon the pardon the word. I got to use it. I can't. There's no good. There's no clean word to use for the, for these two people. Um, and, to, and, and to kind of tie the bow on it, because we are running late today, <clears throat> to tie the bow on it, um, we've got. Um, uh, let's see. Who did I miss here? I know I missed somebody in here. John Bolton and and uh, Francis Suarez. I mean, they're they're. I don't know. They're still they're 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 still questionable whether they're going to run at all. But 
Yeah. And um, yeah, Liz Cheney, we all know who Dick Cheney, how Dick Cheney turned out. That's right, Eric. Absolutely right. So that's my <clears throat> preliminary information and my thoughts on the, on the, on the 2024 elections. I'm usually right. I haven't been wrong in a long time. Not that I'm, not, not that I'm uh, the greatest thing since, since chopped liver or whatever, but I just uh, have this great empathy by, by having all this knowledge. And Ziggy can tell you that too. And he's on our podcast tonight. Thank you, Ziggy. Check out, check out Ziggy's, uh, what's your podcast name, Ziggy? Uh, uh, I, uh, I missed it. I didn't see a, a, a promo for it this week, but he's, uh, he has a podcast or thing he does on uh, Facebook, I guess. And some other things talk politics that's what it is thanks ziggy talk politics please check him out he needs some support he's a really great guy and really smart uh, maybe Ziggy, you'll do something on the 2024 elections too i'll try to make it i, I didn't see any podcast any uh, podcast or whatever this week so uh, keep me in the loop and send me your links great guy uh, thanks again for putting that up there for us talk politics great great podcast um so with that, I'm going to say that what you need to know to and, and why why I no stream this week, Ziggy says. Okay, no, no stream this week. All right, we'll have to get some help for Ziggy. He needs some help getting his podcast going. I think you were asking for some help. So anyway, um, let's see. Father's Day and Flag Day is coming up. Okay, great. That's this month. Thanks, Eric. Will <clears throat> remind me to bring that up. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm losing my voice. <coughs> all that smoke when all the smoke is crazy i was going to do a do a thing on a smoke today but the election's more important than all these people have put their names in for for president and all right here next weekend is father's day not this weekend okay i think we've got we think we got it covered we're going to tie the bow on it tonight and boy we had a great turnout tonight don't forget donate.eamedia.online keep the podcast going we're going to have some interesting things hopefully coming up we got some thoughts in the process some in the works of uh um cross streaming and getting some things going getting some get figuring out how to get some guests on getting things to work better i'm not sure exactly what's going to ha happen but keep your eyes to the sky so to speak because great things are happening we're getting a lot of coverage and a lot of people are seeing this podcast and hopefully we can get more and more and more and with your help we will invite your friends as well okay folks so we're going to say good evening and we'll see you next thursday same time same station, Podbean at 10 p.m. Thursday for Politically Incorrect. Thank you all for showing up tonight. God bless you all. Thank you, Marilyn. God bless everybody. We'll see you next week. <laughs>